This feels a little risky, but I want to share a secret with you. Every time I teach, every time I preach, I pray that death will be interrupted by the Spirit of the Lord and call my hearers by name to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's my prayer that in your hearts and in your life you will hear the voice of Christ saying to you by name, Wake up! Rise from the dead! There was a time many years ago in my ministry when I thought that gospel ministry was like this. I thought it was like doing patient care in a hospital. The ministers were sort of like physicians and that it was our job to go around from hospital room to hospital room, from patient to patient, and try to persuade and convince sick people to take their medicine so they could get better. And all that changed about 15 years ago when by God's grace I saw in the scriptures that the situation is much more grave than that. It is much worse than that. The world is not a hospital full of sick people who just need to take their little gospel pills in order to get better. The world is a graveyard. It is full of dead men, full of dead women who need the resurrection and the life. Ministers are not like physicians who have some magic pill to come around and if you could take it, if you would take their advice and counsel, then you would get well. No, ministers are more like prophets who spend their time praying, praying that God would send His Spirit to bring life to the dead, preaching in a graveyard full of dead people. Can these bones live? That's what we want to know. Can these bones live? Can this congregation live? Can this marriage survive? Can my son come to life? Can these bones live? Can I survive another day? That's what we want to know. And the answer we must give to be faithful is only God knows if these bones can live because only God can make them live. So in this story, we see Jesus showing us what gospel ministry looks like. He goes down to a graveyard the way Ezekiel went down into the valley of dry bones. And like the prophet, he prays to heaven and then he preaches to the dead. And the Spirit breathes life into the slain. And the slain are restored. Tendon upon bones, flesh upon tendon. Until they stand on their feet. Calvin puts it like this. Christ does not come to the sepulcher as an idle spectator, but as a conqueror preparing for a contest. And therefore we need not wonder that he groans again, for the violent tyranny of death which he had to conquer is placed before his eyes. And in this story, with a single word, the resurrection and the life destroys death and destroys darkness in a moment. In the story, we see a prime example of the way God calls the dead to life. 
We see a prime example of effectual calling and irresistible grace, which are very fancy theological ways of saying we see an example of the way Christ calls dead people to life, the way he calls people in darkness into light. In this story, it is Christ who calls Lazarus. Lazarus does not call him. It is Christ who chooses Lazarus. It is not Lazarus who chooses him. It is Christ who compels Lazarus to come forth. It is not Lazarus who compels Christ to come. And when Christ said, Lazarus, come out, Lazarus's response was irresistible. The voice of Christ is irresistible. The dead man came and stood before him. Boyce says that here we have a picture of the grace of God calling dead sinners to life. There are similarities between the physical resurrection of the dead man Lazarus and the spiritual regeneration of dead sinners like us. In both cases, the dead are raised to life, and those who stink are refreshed and renewed, and those who sleep are awakened. In both cases, the dead are called by name and raised from the death, from the dead back to life, not by the flesh, but by the spirit. For the flesh counts for nothing, but the spirit gives life. And I want to say to you that in the story of Lazarus, you should see your own story, just as I see my story in the story of Lazarus. And this is how. That just as Lazarus was dead asleep in the tomb until the moment Jesus called him by name, so we were dead asleep in darkness, the darkness of our sins, until the moment he called us by name. And just as Lazarus was awakened by the voice of Jesus and brought from death to life, so we were awakened by the voice of Jesus and born anew from death to life. And just as Lazarus was called from darkness to light, from bondage to freedom, so we were called from darkness to light and from bondage to freedom by the Spirit of Christ through the preaching of the gospel of grace.